0: Welcome back, it's Black Sports 980. It was lost. This is the uh, first annual 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft. Uh, we got the GMs of all 32 teams in the building. Um, as many are aware, uh, April 28th, next Thursday, is uh, this year's NFL draft, uh, one of the most anticipated times on the sports calendar. Here at Black Sports 980, we decided to do our own mock draft and basically highlight prospective talents and people who we believe are standouts in this year's draft. Uh, every team will be represented by one of our analysts. We got myself, we got Finn, we got Shaq, we got Aaron, we got Jeff, and we have a guest analyst today with us, Craig. Uh, all have been given different teams to represent and play as active GM for those franchises. So uh, without further ado, let's get this first selection in. With the first pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Draft. The LA Rams select Carson Wentz, QB, out of North Dakota State.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Um, I went surprisingly. I was kind of going back and forth between him and golf, but I chose Carson Wentz mainly because of uh, his arm strength and um, his athleticism, and I believe that um, Jared Goff. He worked primarily out of the shotgun, and I'm not sure how quickly he would translate to the NFL coming from under center and getting that pressure directly in your face immediately, as opposed to sitting back four or five yards from the center and just kind of overseeing everything and just throwing the football. So for me, I went Carson Wentz with the number one pick out of North Dakota State.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really think you can go wrong with that pick. Uh, that's yeah. my take on it. I mean, I agree with everything that you said. I mean, I think I think he's the one with the most upside out of the two. I mean, he looks like a, a beast in the pocket. and He can make all the throws. I, I think that's not a not a bad pick. Not really, a whole lot to say about that one. That's got to be the move for them.
1: Right. That's just even though people yeah, that's to, the only reason they move up. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I didn't make this move to get Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: In the 2016 Black Sports 980 draft with the second pick, the Cleveland Browns select Laramie Tunsil, old tackle out of Mississippi. So, I mean, this was a, to me, you can't go with golf. You can't, if you don't get the quarterback that you want, then You need to just, I I would say, you you got a late round pick, so, I mean, a a late round pick in the first round, so I would just come back and try to get a quarterback then. But, I mean, offensive line, it's not sexy, but he's clearly the best tackle uh, available in in the draft, and you just got to make that move. I mean, it just, to me, anything else, it wouldn't make sense. If, if, if the quarterback there that you, it, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I obviously ever want to trade back. Clearly, I think the Browns are going to try to make an attempt to trade back. But if it don't happen, that's who you got to go with.
1: Yeah, it's hard to to go against that. Pick the, pick the best by lineman in the, in the draft and then protect RG3. At least give him an opportunity to try to, you know, be good with the offense. have an opportunity to be successful Within Cleveland, which is very difficult for uh, Browns quarterbacks, but at least getting that offensive lineman that kind of build that wall in front of him, yeah, you can't go wrong with that pick at all.
3: So the question becomes, what do you do with him and
1: Joe Thomas together? Uh, You move him to the right side, because you already know Joe Thomas is like one of the best left tackles in the game, so you wouldn't necessarily move him. Right. Put the rookie on the right side. You know what I'm saying? Keep the veteran on the blind side.
0: With the third pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 draft, the San Diego Chargers select Jalen Ramsey, cornerback safety out of Florida State. I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious
3: why he's the number one defensive player coming off the board. He's a true leader on the defense, Um, especially for the, the Chargers losing Eric Weddle. He was their defensive leader, especially in the secondary. So not necessarily sure how the defense is going to play out um in the secondary whether he'll play cornerback or safety but either way he can fill either position and he makes all the plays he doesn't miss tackles he's extremely intelligent on the football field so i just think it's the right choice
2: yeah i mean like de- defensively is where the chargers like always need help if you ask me so uh, and yeah, they definitely need help in that secondary so
1: yeah, they, they, he's by far the best defensive back in the draft without a shadow of a doubt and it's crazy his rookie year I think in Florida he started at corner and then then they, they put him at free safety and he cooked there too so he showed his versatility you know moving from one position to another and still being successful at it and like you said the Chargers need all the help they can get on defense Um, they need help on offense too but you can't let this guy go past number three bottom line so yeah, great pick.
0: With the fourth pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Draft, the Dallas Cowgirls select. <laughs>
4: <laughs> These nuts.
0: <laughs> Got him! <he. laughs> <Got he. laughs> Joey Bosa, DN out of Ohio State.
2: Yeah, I decided to go with uh, Bosa at this pick because the Cowboys uh, definitely need pass rushing. Obviously, they're not re-signing uh, Greg Hardy. Uh, they, should, they should be getting back um, Gregory this year. So uh, Gregory with the impact of Bosa on that line should help him out a ton. And I just think that when you look at Bosa's uh, game film where he did while on the field at Ohio State, I, I think he's a beast and his upside is tremendous. So I, I, I went with that pick um, for the number four, the Cowboys. So you you had um, Bosa
1: rated higher over uh, Buckner from Oregon.
2: Yeah, I, okay. I, I got I got Bosa. Yeah, I mean
0: you got you got a lot of production in, in Bosa, so I mean that that production always is worth something.
2: Uh, I don't trust Ohio State players, though, so I wouldn't have picked them. <laughs> that's, that, I mean, that that's silly because we could name a hand. We can name a, hand, a ton of <laughs> – So you don't make that blanket statement like that. Come on, man. Shots
4: fired! Shots fired! You have. <laughs> I you have not some
3: facts behind that. You know. I mean, they haven't, they haven't lived up to what they were built as coming out of college. You go back to A.J. Hawk, um, didn't do what he was you supposed know to know? do. You go take it do what thing. he was supposed to do. I mean, there's other players. I'm not thinking of them off the top of my head. There's there's some that
2: perform, but they don't reach but the superstar billing it, like the fourth pick should be. I mean, but it's it's way more of them guys that have performed than I mean than I would say that haven't. It just might not necessarily be the big names that you. Or some of them, because you can still name big names. I mean, Eddie George was a beast at Ohio State, and he also had a, a solid career in the NFL. Everybody's obviously not going to be the Hall of Fame, but that doesn't mean you can have a super solid career in whatever sport you're
1: playing. I don't trust him. The only thing that scares me about Bosa looking at him on film sometimes, he disappears as a, as a pass rusher. I, I see him more as like a 3 4 DN that kind of eats up space and gets, like, makes plays in the backfield, maybe like tackles for a loss, but not necessarily. Like, the guy that's getting a bunch of sacks.
2: Like, you know... I mean, I, I hear you. Um, like I said, like, for me, like, when I watched the film and the fact that all of his measurables were pretty much identical to uh, uh, J.J. Watt. And so, I mean, like, for me, that was the pick.
0: With the fifth pick in the 2016 2016- Black Sports 980, mock draft. Jaguars. The Jaguars,
4: <laughs>
0: DeForest Buckner, DN,
4: out of Oregon. I decided to go with him because, first of all, the Jags are ranked 31st in pass defense, gave up 375 defensive yards a game, which is 24th, and 268 passing yards a game, which is 29th. And being that Ramsey was gone, and the best way to, to improve a secondary is to improve the pass rush. Uh, It's pretty much a no-brainer for me. Nobody on the team last year had more than five and a half sacks. Uh, Fowler will be coming back this year, but it'll be off ACL tear. So for me, it's a no-brainer to, to go with uh, DeForest Buck.
0: Wasn't we arguing about the one Batman Young on the? On the uh, did we
4: say that? It's yeah. That gets sacked. <laughs> oh, uh, he's not. He's not with them anymore. Uh, oh. Was it? I can't remember who it was.
0: He, but, was, uh, yeah, he was. He was mediocre though. That was <laughs> was like
1: the best. Yeah, Chris Clemens. Clemens. Clemens Yeah, yeah, you know, Chris Clemens. Like yeah we were talking yeah, about yeah,
5: him like and Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah
4: he no, it was had, him and had, Ryan Kerrigan.
0: Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, man, yeah. He's... I
4: was end up no breaking even though. But hey, well, he, so, no, he is a he is a three four DN though. Um, in the league, he'll probably have to slim up some to play the four three that the uh, Jaguars play and uh, be a pass rusher. But he has pass rushing still.
0: Yeah, Jaguars. Jaguars got oh young. They need to definitely work on their defense, young, because they were slumball millionaires last last year on defense. but the sixth pick in the 2016 black sports 980 mock draft the baltimore ravens select miles jack outside linebacker from ucla let's
5: go champ. Let's go, champ. the thing about him is that i mean he's good in coverage and good in space he got good speed and that kind of to, just to me the way i look at it that kind of fits in the, the spirit of the Ravens defense with them linebackers that get all over the ball. And, um, you know, they just don't give you any room back there. And um, I just think that they kind of need a resurgence in that. Um, you know, their they're, they're linebacker core getting kind of old. And um, I think that that is probably a good place to... Um, to just bring a resurgence back in that department yeah mm-hmm. hey hey look
1: i'm gonna tell you right now about miles jack y'all know hey look this might yeah, He's straight if he's straight go. this might be the best player in this draft you know what i'm saying he had a meniscus tear meniscus is not too bad but in terms what? Of-
0: Meniscus? Come on, well, bro. That young knee need cotton candy, young you. No, it's
1: not meniscus. Not. No, it's not. I had a meniscus tear and I played for the Young Guns. So, look, the thing is this that <laughs> wasn't NFL, and I ain't had no team doctors or nothing.
0: The point but you ain't to- tackling three hundred pounds.
1: Okay, that's yeah. true too. But the bottom line <laughs> is this though: the meniscus tear compared to like an ACL or MCL, something like that, it doesn't really compare in terms of recovery. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, come back from meniscus all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the recovery is there. I mean, I'm trying to tell you, this dude play running back and yeah, linebacker, and when you watch exactly. shape, this dude is like Debo Johnson. He's a straight bully <laughs> in I'm trying to tell you, linemen that are six foot six, three hundred pounds, he is crushing them. And they're coming on the on the trap play. He he putting them on their back. And he only six feet tall. So like like Craig said, I think this right here might be the next type of linebacker in the in the prestigious Ravens franchise. Like not I'm not saying Ray Lewis, but this dude has the potential to be that sit. That's all I'm saying. Hey, look, two years from now, y'all be like, yeah, this damn D did say young Miles Jack was going to (laughs) cook.
5: That's going to (laughs) be fun to revisit. That's going to be fun to revisit. Yeah.
0: With the seventh pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 draft, the San Francisco
4: 49ers. (laughs)
0: Yeah, come over this joke like an octopus, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? 7, 49ers. Select Jerick Goff, QB out of Cal. Ooh. <laughs> All right, no, first, that's, let, that's, me, that's let, me right let me explain. Let me explain. I don't, nice.
3: think, he, he, the right time, I don't think he's the next. Huh? That's the right I don't I think agree. he's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's the best, necessarily, quarterback by far. But um, I think he's the best suited to run Chip Kelly's offense out of the quarterbacks coming out because he played out a shotgun. Um, he's tall, agile, keeps his feet moving. Um, he throws the ball downfield, but he plays the short game really well. His downfield throws aren't like crisp, perfect spirals. They're more like Peyton Manning's. They get there. They might wobble a little, but they get there. And also, he's... A hometown product, so that always makes the fans happy. He's born and raised in the Bay. He went to Cal, so it's just like a natural continuation for him.
1: So do you think they would trade Kaepernick if they were to draft Jared Goff?
3: Yeah, that, that's that's the thinking I'm having is that they, gonna, they would go they ahead and cap. sacrifice and, and trade him off to Denver or something like that for a lower draft pick to get some more players because they need them. I'd love to trade back at this position because they need a whole lot of defensive help because their team hemorrhaged over the past season and a half. So I would definitely say get some more help if you could, but if you're stuck with the pick, take golf and trade Kaepernick. Yeah,
0: I think, I think they'll actually... I mean, trading Kaepernick maybe, but I think Chip Kelly, he gotta keep every piece of talent he can he got on that squad because I mean they've lost so much. You can't let uh Kaepernick go to another team and be cooking and you got Jared Goff throwing throwing spirals into the ground, bouncing ground balls at people. It just it, it would just be a bad look. So I, I would see them actually not trading away Kaepernick, but I mean, who yeah. who knows though? I think I, they have to I, make I, that I, pick, though if he's there.
2: I agree. I agree with you. I, I mean, to me, I don't. I don't think that they should trade Kaepernick. I mean, sometimes players don't really have the leverage. And Chip Kelly's a new coach, and Kaepernick seems to fit the skill set of what he's looking for the quarterback. So even if you take Gar there, I, I wouldn't trade Kaepernick. I, I at least have to see how it looks um, with them. You know, with Kaepernick running the offense.
1: I mean, he has the right coach. And Chip Kelly, I tell you that he can make any quarterback look competent. So if you can make Sanchez look good. Hey, look,
0: he can probably make golf look good. So, with the eighth pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Mock Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Vernon Hargreaves from Florida, cornerback. So. The Eagles defense is some trash can. Now, I know a lot of people probably wouldn't wanted Ezekiel Elliott in this spot, but they they still have two decent backs on their team already. They got Ryan Matthews still, and they got uh the Lower Speed Five Six Band, what's his name? Sproles. Damn, they got Sproles still. So like even though you could get Ezekiel Elliott and you could, you know, try to build around him. They don't. They're deficient on their defense right now. Like their defense is deficient, and Vernon Hargraves is a, is a is a great corner, little undersized, but he yeah he can cover. It. And right now you need pieces in the secondary because right now you have none. Bama's about to put up 400 points on y'all every week uh, until y'all start to like invest in the defense. And so I, I thought right there it was just a no-brainer. That was more of a knee pick than a. a like a one pick because the they laws running Maxwell, he was trash anyway, but they got to start somewhere, And I think that's a, that's a good starting, starting
1: piece. So do you think he will be a corner
0: or a safety in the NFL? So I actually think he'll be a corner. Okay. I, I think he has good ball, ball skills, but at the safety, you got to strike, you got to tackle. And his tackling is a little, eh. What about but, free safety though? Cause of his athleticism. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, when you back there, because I guess because I am I have, man, what I envision in my mind is a Bama back there, you know, striking Bama's life away. Like, and whether you're in the free or you're in strong, like, you can't, if you're not, if you're not causing concussions, you don't need to be back there, in my opinion. So, I, the athleticism, yeah, but I just think right now, you know, they need to, I, maybe you could transition him to to safety, you know, after a year at corner. But I think you know him getting his feet wet at, at the cornerback position will, will do him some good. They the Eagles need corner a corner bad dog bad.
1: Yeah, they do. I saw him get cooked a lot of times on tape, though he was getting flambeed only because of his size. <laughs> <laughs> his five
0: ten stature. His light, he, like he was just getting—not that he wasn't in position. It's just, Listen, I mean, so was running Maxwell, dog. I seen running Maxwell <laughs> doing west. He was doing pirouettes out that jump, touching his toes. So I, I mean, you gotta start somewhere, dog. Gotta start somewhere. With the ninth pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Noah Spence, DN, out of Eastern Kentucky. Man, you messing up, man. Go ahead. Oh, my
1: bad.
4: on. Nah, nah. I'm just messing him on me. the draft board. So, <laughs> yeah. the reason, uh, this is the first reach, probably like big reach of the draft. Um, he's probably going to be ranked a first slash second round pick because of his off the field issues. But on the field, he's a savage. And uh, Tampa Bay needs a pass rusher as well. Um, my first thought with Tampa Bay was they need a tight end bad or burner. But you have to super reach. I don't think there's a tight end ranked in the first round. So uh, secondly, I felt like they needed a pass rusher. And to me, he might be the best pass rusher in the draft. He just has off the field issues that are going to cause him to slide. But um, yeah, he was on that access. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's worth it Two t- <laughs> twice. But um, to me, he's worth the risk at this position for Tampa Bay because they have a lot of the weapons on offense. Their defense is, is bad, not as bad as Jaguars, but bad. But I'm taking a risk right here with him.
1: Yeah, he definitely gets out of the quarterback. You can't deny his ability. I mean, the fact that he played at Ohio State, so you already know, he was he was like a, I think he was like a five-star recruit when he came out.
4: Right, and he had eight sacks, I think, his freshman year, and then 13 and a half sacks last year with Western Kentucky, so everywhere he's gone, he's dominated, and he has a motor. I just feel like Tampa Bay has to take kind of a shot to uh, to overjump some of the other teams.
1: Got a curveball right here for y'all. It was my curveball. Here it comes. 90 miles an f- hour.
4: What the?
0: <laughs> Yo, see? With the 10th pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 draft, the New York Giants select Josh Doxton, wide receiver out of TCU.
1: All right, so let me let me break this down real quick. I, d- I don't have uh, Laquan Trevor as the number one receiver in the draft, number one. He To me, he's a, he's a really good receiver. He had one year really good production, and he has a size, and he. but he lacks some some speed and stuff like that, and people are talking about the athleticism. But Josh Doxson has the same size. He's not as maybe as heavy, maybe 10 pounds lighter than Laquan, but he has the same height. He's 6'2", 6'3", but he, he's faster than him. He's more of a quick twitch type of receiver. And he had two years where he had over 1,300 yards, over 11 touchdowns in each of those seasons. And last year, he had 14 touchdowns, and he still missed three games with, with an arm injury. So when I look at his production over the last two years, to me, when I watch him on film, he was cooking. He got hands, he's fast. He has everything that Laquan has, but he has what Laquan lacks. So that's why on my draft board, I had Josh Doxson as the best wide receiver. And therefore, you know, the Giants need a number two, a number two wide receiver. If Odell gets hurt, I don't know who's going to be receiver because the Cruz's injuries. who's You know, he's up in the air. And then we have a couple of guys, but none of those guys are number ones or number two. So I think, number, I think wide receiver is very important for the Giants. And the fans are not probably going to agree with this, but it's very important now that you got Eli maybe for three or four more years to get a stud like this in the door to hopefully push them into the playoffs and maybe do
0: something before Eli retires. So you just, uh, you just I, I, this is a shocking pick from you, D. I gotta,
5: I, 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 I gotta, I gotta say it might, it might be the hype, but I, I think um, you on, is the number one receiver in the, in the draft but I gotta say I cannot argue with your logic. I can't argue with it.
0: Oh, so you you basically saying Victor Cruz done. He Victor, done. Victor Cruz, I'm not saying
1: he's done, but what I'm saying is I can't... If you draft drafting a,
0: a wide receiver, but
1: hold on you're saying he's done. But Victor Cruz, number one, is not an outside wide receiver. He's a slot receiver, number one. See, that's the first thing. People think Victor's an outside receiver. He's not. He's a slot guy. And when we got um Devin Harris, not Devin Harris, um, uh, what's his first name from Dallas the kick returner when we got him Dwayne Harris when we got Dwayne Harris he played the slot that Victor Cruz vacated cuz of his injury now Doxen would not play the slot he would play the outside so even if Victor Cruz was healthy now you got Victor Cruz Doxen and O'Dell but if he's not healthy at least you still have Doxen and O'Dell you know so you you have to be smart cuz there there isn't a lot of depth at wide receiver for the Giants at all you can't name me another wide receiver after Odell Beckham and Victor Cruz. Name me, tell me who it is, because I can't. Tell What's it.
0: his name, young? The Bama, Dwayne Harris. That's no, the only other. No, no, the oh, the Bama. He gone. That, that 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 Oh, they let him go. Ruben Randall was a free agent. Yeah, he, he's a free. Oh, agent. they let him go.
1: He was a free agent. They didn't pick him back up. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. There is yeah. no number two
2: wide receiver. And my my issue my issue with it is uh. Like I said, historically, the Giants, that, that hasn't been a problem. Like, even even last year, them not having a, a quote-unquote number two receiver isn't the reason that they that they didn't do better. So, like, I know they brought in a bunch of players on defense, but I, yeah. I would I would go defense still, or I would go O-line or running back before I bring in another receiver because, like I said, the receiver is damn sure not the problem. The Giants haven't been good. That, so, I, like, for me, that's why, like, at number 10, to draft him, like you'd have had to be like AJ Green you know, or something like that. He put up numbers like that. You look at his numbers. And look and at his game. In that, in the senior season, in the senior no, season was no, last work. year. He had 1,300 yards,
1: over 1,300 yards. that was the touchdown. senior season. That's, no, that, that was wasn't. the senior season. No, it was the junior season. I go
0: back and look at it, it. From go back okay. and look at it. I promise you. But the 11th pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Draft. The Chicago Bears select Leonard Floyd out of Georgia, old outside linebacker.
3: I mean, the pick here comes down to Chicago's defense has been suspect for years. They haven't, ever since Brian Urlacher and, and Lance Bray started to decline, they hadn't had the same thing. So they need to get that linebacker mentality back. Um, I picked Floyd a little bit more because he fits that Brian Urlacher mold. He's a big athletic guy. Um, He gets after the quarterback easy. He sheds blockers very easy. Um, He doesn't miss a lot of tackles. I've seen him miss a few on tape, but it's not like a dramatic thing that can't be coached and and fine-tuned a little bit. I just think he's that type of player that they need um, based off of the legacy of Chicago linebackers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, they definitely need a, a linebacker there in in, um, in Chicago to to continue to further bolster that defense. Um, they did pick up Trevathan at linebacker to help, so this will kind of add to that. I mean, he's tall, rangy. <clears throat> I look at him as possibly like a three-four linebacker. I do, I'm not sure if Chicago, runs I'm not sure what the defense they run, but. I look at him as a like a three-four like edge rusher type linebacker because of his he's he's six foot six but he's not real heavy he's kind of he's real light for his size he's like lean.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I think that's why he reminds me of Erlacher, because he's that tall, rangy type. Erlacher put on a little bit more weight when he got into the league because remember he played safety at one point in college, starting. So I mean, yeah, he, he reminds me of that same type of player.
0: With the 12th pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Mock Draft, the Saints select <laughs> Sheldon Rankins, D-tackle out of Louisville. Yeah, that's right. What is it? The Saints. What was the first? New Orleans. Yeah, New, New Orleans, Orleans dog. Know you. Yeah. You, you don't have the notes right next to you. Right, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking like I'm, I'm looking like a you, college professor. At,
5: yeah, yeah. You at finals old, time, yeah. You, can, you, you can't be the ringleader and not be prepared. Yeah, you
2: overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> he in the weeds right now. He in the weeds. Yeah, dog,
0: no, man. <laughs> yeah, nah. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Sheldon Rankins, D tackle, Louisville.
2: Let's go, yeah, um, yeah, Let's go I, I went with that. The Saints, as we know, need defense. And, you know, my philosophy, typically, defense is starting with the lines and then going back from there, the secondary. And Sheldon Rankins is just a beast. I mean, he he, he he was always disrupting plays. He showed quickness uh, off the ball and getting through. And, I mean, he looked like a flat-out beast. Like, when you look at the film, he shows, uh, you know, like, shades – uh, 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 which is uh, up stack. that's what I saw at that D tackle position. So, uh, definitely, uh, Rankins at number 12 for the Saints. You said Shades of Who? Sheldon Rankins, Warren Sapp. Oh, Warren, Warren oh, Shades
4: okay,
1: exactly. of Warren Sapp. Ooh, that's, a, that's some lofty, that's some lofty, uh, comparison right, right I mean, I mean,
2: I, that's what I saw when I when I watched when I watched the film, like at that D tackle position like his quickness off the ball and his ability to explode and blow up those lines and how he get, got through. If, if you look at him, I'm not saying he's going to be him. I mean, that that would be, you know, like I didn't watch enough of him to say he's going to be him, but from what I saw of him and what I watched on film, it was sh- it was shades of, of, of sap. Okay. Nine. He a beast, nah.
1: Rankings is, a, is an animal. With the 13th pick in the
0: 2016 Black Sports 980 Mike Draft, the Miami Dolphins. I'm <laughs> lunch.
4: The Miami <laughs> Dolphins
0: <laughs> select <laughs> cornerback, Eli Apple out of Ohio State. Yeah, so so basically I feel like they had they had to pick uh, a cornerback and help their defense out right now. I mean, they uh them losing Brent Grimes, that really, that really hurt them. Um, and they need to, like, like, I mean, basically, they're in the same situation as the uh, as the other squad I picked for, Damn. Um, the Eagles, they need they need a corner, young. They need a corner. Like, I know, like, in this, this league, it's a passing league, so if you don't have people who can stop the pass, then you're going to lose all to every game. So Eli Apple, DeBama's rangy. You got, you know, definitely uh, just... Can can play the position. Bama is quick, shifty, a little undersized, but he's league ready. He can come into the league. You can pluck him in right away, and you can get production out of him. Um, you know, I, I actually expect him to have a pretty good season. I think he's a. I think he's one of the better corners uh, coming out in this year's draft. You um, can't
3: really argue the pick. He definitely has potential. Um, he made a lot of plays when he needed to so he 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 didn't really get I didn't see a lot of getting burned in coverage but I was mostly watching I guess highlights more than actual game game film so I couldn't vouch for every single play but I didn't see him getting dealt with a lot I mean I mean also too
1: Miami did have the worst passing defense last year 32nd so they almost gave up 300 yards passing a game last year so they definitely need help at the cornerback position, without a doubt. Nowhere else to go but up. Yeah, and then they did get Hiram uh, Maxwell, so that doesn't mean anything. That might make it worse. So hopefully <laughs> Eli Apple
0: can help. With the 14th pick in the 2016 uh, Black Sports 980 mark draft, the Raiders select... Ezekiel Elliott, running back out of Ohio State. So happy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yikes.
5: Got yeah. It.
0: So, yeah, so hold on. You down with, what's his name? You down with uh Murray. I, I'm, not, I, Murray. I'm not.
5: I'm not. I'm not. But he hasn't shown me that he can carry the load by himself. So, right quick, just, just to say a couple of things about this pick and what goes into my mind picking it. As a Raiders fan, let me tell you about my history of the last couple of go-rounds of running back. I spent a couple of years believing in Darren McFadden. Didn't happen. Before that, I spent a couple of years believing and waiting for Justin Fargus to break out and his knees were pipe cleaners, and he was always <laughs> hurt. <laughs> so now I have very little patience for waiting around and not having the next thing ready at running back when it's not necessarily going the way I wanted to go, Murray didn't have a lot over over a thousand or nearly as much as I would have wanted him to to be something that's a, like an alternative to bring linebackers up in the box to give cars space. You know, the kind of thing where receivers might get more open or whatever because you got to respect the run. So I feel like that's a good space for us to bolster that thing since we did some things with our offensive line and um, we did a lot with our defense. Uh, I actually had, when I was working on this early in the week, late last week, I had Apple here. And if you told me that Miami was going to take him right before that, my heart would have shattered. Because a lot of people that I've been having these conversations with expect um expect LA to be gone at this point. And I I was ready to have a whole conversation with y'all about how if he wasn't taken by six, Freckles would have had to get on the phone with Baltimore and try to trade up if the trade wasn't too ridiculous. Just because I knew Ramsey wasn't gonna be there. For me personally, Ramsey is number one as far as needs, but I know he's not gonna fall down any more than three. So with that being there and making the improvements we, we made, and Apple not being on the board, and unexpectedly Elliott being
1: there, that's the way I had to go. Yeah, that's an awesome pick. Now you got Elliott and Derek Carr and uh,
0: yeah, nah, that's a that's a good pick. I mean, yeah, even looking back, like uh, the Dolphins almost are like hamstrung to take take Elliott, but uh, you know because of it, they they're they not. But they did then they get a running back to uh, replace. Didn't they bring in a running back? Um, they lost. Oops. They lost Lamar. They lost Lamar, they
5: Miller. Lost Lamar Miller. But yeah, then they, they bring got, a smile they, in they Right, smile. right, 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 right. Cause um, yeah, I, I gotta tell you, when um, when New Orleans picked rankings here, I did I, my phone was on mute, but I did the straight DiBiase laugh after that, cause I knew. <laughs> I, 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 I laughed so hard, cause I knew I was gonna get either Apple or Elliot at that point. And um, if this draft went just this way to this point. I could not be obviously be happier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nah. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. That's for sure. That's for sure. If it if it went that way, but it, it probably not gonna go that way though. Dolph is going to snatch Elliot and have <laughs> you pro- pro- Probably <laughs> not. Yeah. You probably have to be broke. <laughs> good.
5: Uh, but if it does go that, like that, but I'll tell you what, if it, if it do go like right that and they take Elliot and Oakland takes Apple, I'll be happy then too. To be honest with you, because we just need we need something in that secondary also because.
0: With the 15th with the pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 draft, the Tennessee Titans select Ronnie Stanley out of Notre Dame, offensive tackle.
4: I didn't expect to be there, drafting at 15th. I thought the four teams before me all uh, had a high chance of taking the tackle. And to me, he's the second best tackle in this draft behind Tunsell. So, for me, another no-brainer. Switched from the pick I had and ended up going with uh, Ronnie Stanton.
0: Yeah, Ronnie Stanton, I was watching his, uh, watching his combine jump. No, that Bama is vicious, though, yeah. No, the Bama is agile, quick, like, and, you know, he just, I mean, he looks like he's the next best tackle like, I mean, he looked like, he looked the league-ready, dog. And the Bama's athletic. Like, he was doing the cone drills and running. I'm like, gang, this is Bama's a tackle?
4: Yeah, he's he's 6'6", like 3'12", and can move his feet? For me, it's a no-brainer. I thought he would have gone higher than 15. Aaron, Aaron, look yeah. at the, um, look, looking
5: at the lineup that was next after I picked with Baltimore, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I looked at it and looked at what I thought would go. I copied and pasted that player. Because I just knew that, that that was the next thing for me. So when you said he would go at 14, oh, he was. Until two picks before that, I still had Apple and LA on the board. Oh, yeah. You're definitely right about that.
3: I had, I had him in the copy and paste. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about if that would actually play out for Tennessee to be the consensus, is they're taking the offensive tackle at number one, then to drop. 14 spots and get the second best tackle and all those extra picks, that's like the ultimate win. That's like the best draft day yeah, in over Shaq a decade Lawson. for anybody. <laughs> yeah.
0: With the sixteenth pick in the two thousand sixteen Black Sports Nine Eighty mock draft, the Detroit Lions select Shaq Lawson, DN out of Clemson. Yeah, so I um went with Shaq Lawson
1: mainly because um, Detroit, I mean, Detroit has a lot of positions they need to fill. They need cornerback but I, I don't see in a cornerback that can be chosen at this point after um, Apple has been gone and as well as Ramsey. So um, to me, the next best abla- available player will be Shaq Lawson and um, he would add a great asset to the team because they got Ziggy Ansah. And Ziggy Ansah is a, is a monster at defensive end. And I, and I look at this league, and it's a passing league. And you can never have enough pass rushes getting after the quarterback. So when you add Ziggy Ansah with Shaq Lawson with Haloti Nata coming back for another year, I mean, you have a D-line now that's set up to get after the quarterback. And um, Detroit needs that. They had, a, they had like a middle-of-the-pack pass defense. So this would definitely help with that and the fact that they do need help in the secondary but to me it also comes down to having a good d-line if your d-line is is good that also helps the back the back seven so that's that's the reason why i went with uh shaq lawson here at this pick
3: yeah i mean before his injury he was extremely dominant i mean him and kevin dodd together it was kind of hard to tell who was better so that's a little bit what hurt him but if he can do everything that he needs to and that he's shown he can do, he's definitely the right choice to make earlier.
1: Yeah, you kind of right about that, too, about him and Dodd. When you look at them on film, because they had like, the same number, too, and they had like Mm -hmm. a similar stature, they both kind of get after the quarterback, and it's hard to tell who got the sack until after the sack happens. It's like, oh, okay, that was Dodd. Oh, okay, that was Lawson. So, yeah, I I understand what you're saying with that, yeah. But
3: then I look at it like the situation like Seattle has where they have Averill on one side and Bennett on the other. There's no real loss. Just because right. Both players get after the quarterback. You can't fault one for the other one getting after him.
0: With the 17th pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Hunter Henry, tight end out of Arkansas. What? Uh-oh. Who the heck?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so like, Hunter Hurts. <laughs> Go ahead, Ronnie Henry. Dog. <laughs> well, well, in this in this spot for me personally, I was I would have taken Ronnie Stanley if he was still available. Like I think the Atlanta Falcons could use a Bama like Ronnie Stanley when you got Bamas like Chris Chester on your line, first of all, and and other Bamas that just not cutting it. But uh, outside of that, because Ronnie Stanley was off the board, I, to me I'm like you going with the best position, and just like in. Fact, Fantasy, once all the good wide receivers or BAMAs get taken, then I'm going with the best tight end. I feel like Jacob Tammy's at the end of his road. And if you can get a dude like Hunter Henry, who's like a solid, you know what I mean? He's compared to Jason Witten. And if you can bring a caliber player like that on your team that can block, that can do everything, that can catch, that can go up and get the ball, big target type dude, like the ad with Julio Jones and you got Muhammad Sanu on the other side, I mean, it, like I said, this league is a passing league. So if you can get big targets, make make uh, Matt Ryan's job easier, then then you do it. So that that was my my reason and logic behind that pick.
1: Man, I didn't expect the tight end to go in the first round. No okay. sir, definitely surprised. By yeah, that. yeah,
0: I know. I know Bama's a shock though, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you if you if you if you knew if you knew if, if, if that's what I'm saying, if you if you if the Bama's Jason Witten. I believe, like, if he turns out to be Jason Witten as far as his career, then he's worth a first-round pick.
3: Yeah, that's an if, though. I mean, I can't argue it because your, your logic is sound. They do need a tight end. But I I didn't see any first-round grades at the tight end position. I'd rather trade back and try and pick one up early second round than to go for one now at this point.
1: Might be just as much of a shock pick than when I
0: chose at 10. Yeah, that's a shock <laughs>
4: pick
0: right there. With the 18 pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Indianapolis Colts select
2: Corey Coleman. Okay. Okay, actually, yeah. That, that, a wide receiver that, I actually, that's a lot That's actually a mix-up on my... So, so we... uh. <laughs> My record. Now I break you, like I break your friend. I, I actually de- didn't want him for the Colts. That 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 one, that's my fault. I wanted uh, him for the Bengals. So, but anyway, I, that's actually Taylor Decker. So my fault on that. If they need O line help. They they don't need any more receivers. Uh, I think. <laughs> oh, <from laughs> I Ohio think. State. I think. Yeah, from Ohio State. Ta- I Taylor think Decker, offensive tackle, Ohio State. Yep, 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 yep. So uh yeah, so so Decker, Decker, uh deck Ohio State to tackle. As we know the Colts like Andrew Luck got battered and bruised all year last year and they need offensive linemen help in the worst way. Um, I think they're decent, you know, still at the wide receiver position. Of course they have a number one. So um yeah, offensive line is directly where they need to go and maybe it'll help the running game as well. I think Decker's, um, you know, he has a first-round grade uh, as well as those other guys that, you know, have gone before him. So um, I, I think Deckers, Decker's the move at 18 for the Colts.
1: Yeah, hey, Decker played like he got somebody stole his lunch. I mean, he be he plays nasty. I mean, the whistle blown. He's still blocking Bammers into the ground. I watched his game film, matter of fact, because I had him on my board for somebody else. And I was impressed at how good he looked, you know, at at left tackle and how strong he was at the point of attack. Yeah, so that's a great pickup.
0: All right, come on, come on. (laughs) I was waiting (laughs) with anticipation.
4: (laughs) With the 19th pick in the
0: 2016 Black Sports 980 Mock Draft. The Buffalo Bills select Robert Nditche. He ends Miss.
1: Ole Miss. Hey, that was a heck of a pick. I don't know who picked him.
3: Yeah, that was me. Um, I mean, he's one of them dudes that he's supposed to be way higher, but character concerns dropped him down the board literally when you watch him play when you watch him play yeah drop him down the board and out of hotel for a window or something <laughs> but when you watch him play he is extremely dominant he he tore apart alabama he tore apart the sec period and relentless you're talking about somebody that played 101 plays against alabama and he was still going and i mean you know typically alabama has the best offensive line. So they wear people down, and he was tearing them apart. He did it all throughout. From pretty much the time he got there, he turned Ole Miss around defensively. He made them into who they were. Um, he reminds me, like, of a Mario Williams or a Julius Peppers, where he's just that athletically dominant compared to everybody else on the field, and there's no denying his ability.
1: Yeah, if he, if he didn't have the character concerns, he easily would have been the top defensive tackle, without a doubt, in the draft. And sometimes you watch him on film he, he kind of takes off a of plays, because if he wants to he puts his mind to like you said he he dominates he's unblockable um and i just think that hopefully going into the league at the next level you know what i'm saying he can just like focus on football because the dude can definitely be an all pro without a doubt
3: Man, yeah, i mean rex ain't one to care about character concerns that's why i think it's a perfect pick for them Cause he yeah. he's the one to look at stuff like that and kind of put it to the side and say yeah that probably
0: okay That's he pick, he signed a bama who just gave some mind put uppercut yeah. jump bro you going to jail
2: bro
1: oh, just signed him though made him a captain before the game yeah, yeah that was this. X yeah.
0: Going to jail now.
1: Yeah. That's the perfect joint right there. That's
0: the perfect coach to, you know, to get him. With the 20th pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Draft, the New York Jets select Reggie Ragland, our inside linebacker from Alabama. Yeah, this is what you took. Um... And
4: the why-
1: <laughs> yeah, the reason why I went with uh, with, with Ragland, I actually I wanted to go with either Spence, uh, but he got chosen way earlier, or Leonard Floyd here. But they they need a linebacker, and um, when I look at when I look at uh, the Jets' linebacking core, you know you got uh, David Harris. He's getting old. He's nine years in the league now. Um, he's not what he used to be. Um, you got, uh, they lost, uh, Demario, uh, uh, Davis and he went to the Browns and then Calvin Pace is still unrestricted um, free agent. Um, they did pick up Bruce Carter, but you know, Bruce Carter, I don't know how much of a impact he's going to be on the Jets. So to me, um, Reggie Ragland will come in and be that other linebacker, you know, next to David Harris to kind of continue to build up that defense. Cause the Jets offense played really well last year, better than what a lot of people expected. So, um, but that's just the, the logic or the thought into why picking a linebacker at this number 20 pick for the Jets.
3: Yeah, I thought about him earlier on because he's one of those smart um, defensive leaders where he kind of knows where to put people, um, where mm. what plays coming at him. He's like a coordinator out on the field. He's definitely somebody that you want to have back there kind of running your defense.
0: Yeah, nah, he, he's a beast though. He's good. Solid,
3: like solid. It?
1: Right quick, just like so I got my notes right. Who did Indianapolis take? Uh, the Colts took uh, Taylor. Decker, uh, Decker. Decker. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was a team there. Okay.
0: Decker. Decker's the last What? Name. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> AMC oh, With the 21st pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Washington Redskins select Paxton Lynch, quarterback out of Memphis.
4: You
1: like that? You like that? Yeah. Let's
4: go. Oh, boy. All right, so. Uh, the deep tackle from Old Miss was my serious pick in this draft. I really see this draft as only about eight or nine players with first-round grades. So at 21, I'm making a value play. Um, and I'm taking Paxton Lynch because, one, I feel like um, teams will – want to get up to get him and if we take him there's a chance we could end up with something else worst case scenario kirk cousins is in his uh is playing on the uh franchise tag and i don't expect him to play the same way he did the year that passed so i'm going to take him and let him play if nobody gives me something for him. i mean take him and let him sit behind kirk cousins if nobody gives him let's go champ let's go champ! go ahead johnny hey uh, that, that
0: john is a power move though because if you 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 if you if they really did do that and i mean the thing is like mclu he don't care about like Bama's feelings or nothing he gonna get the best player available and and you know what i'm saying that value pick passing Lynch is there and it, it's the best move or you know you don't have some of those other guys that can really make a difference to the to the roster um I mean, Kurt. Kurt be had a Jordan face after that, but <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's definitely gonna send a message to kurt Cousins. That's gonna put
1: him.
5: Yeah, on I mean, and, and
2: if you got a problem with that pick at that point, I'll play him. That's it, because you
0: you know franchise money, right?
2: So hey, I mean that's that's, that's what they put on. They they put Robert
0: in that same position, so
2: I, I I wouldn't uh I wouldn't drive the QB there though, man. I, I mean, if you even though Kurt is on the one-year franchise, I mean, you're better off giving him all the weapons that he needs he got, um, to help him be successful. So you're better off drafting another position like for more depth or who's potentially, like, I mean, like Moss is coming up on his last year, not Moss, but um, uh, what's my guy? Jackson is coming up on the last year of a deal. So it's like, maybe why not go receiver, for instance, or, you know, stuff yeah, like, I like everything, that. Everything. I, I don't,
4: I'll say this. I had him and uh, Treadwell right there I was debating, to me, Treadwell and Pierre Garçon are kind of sort of the same guy. So if you're going to pay Pierre that $10 million, you can't make that pick. I mean, you could take Treadwell and get rid of Pierre. Another thing is, for me, I don't feel like there's anybody left that's a first-round solid grade in the first round. So that's a value play for me. I'm expecting probably to not even have Paxton Lynch on the roster by the time the season comes. But if he does, it doesn't hurt my team in any way. But the
0: 22nd pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 Draft, the Houston Texans select Laquan Treadwell,
5: wide receiver from Ole Miss. So the thing is, Houston's offense is garbage for a lot of reasons to me. <laughs> um, so I, it, it's like looking at a, a wall with a bunch of holes and you don't know where to start patching it first. Um, I also was looking at Jack Conklin here, but I had Treadwell higher for his position than I did Conklin and his. So I kinda went with that. Um, in preparation I kinda secretly hoped that um the tight end Henry would um fall all the way to this position and kinda in this draft especially, but um it <laughs> to at least give their quarterback, you know, someone to dump to or something like that. But I just feel like at this point in in the draft with Laquan being my number um, that's the number one that I had, and for him to still be there at 22, I
1: just couldn't pass that up. Yeah, I, I think that's a great pickup because uh, that would be a good compliment to um, DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, even though he still cooks, being the only weapon on offense there, he still fries. Right? No running game yeah. or nothing. So he he's just a pure beast. So adding him on the other side would definitely help them. And then they just got you know Osweiler, so that would definitely give him another weapon to throw the football to. So that's a great exactly. pickup. You know what I'm saying? This far in the draft, if he would have fall this far.
3: Yeah, I mean, the only other thing you could maybe vouch for them doing is is adding another piece on defense, maybe in the secondary. But other than that, it's definitely a wide receiver was the main thing because they just got Lamar Miller, so you got to give him a chance at running back since they got rid of um, the stanky leg. But, (laughs) I mean, it's the right pick, especially with the talent that's there, it's the right pick.
0: With the 23rd pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Corey Coleman, wide receiver
1: from That's Baylor. So
2: yes, That's so he damn.
1: <laughs> hey yeah, um, when you said you had him, he was on high alert for me at twenty-three a long time ago. <laughs> so um the reason for this pick, and to me this pick was kind of I was going to go Lacan Treadwell, but he he got chosen before, but basically here it is. The the Minnesota Vikings have the 31st passing defense slash, you mean sorry, passing offense last year, which is almost next, that's next to last. Um, they addressed the O-line in free agency. They got Alex Boone from the um, uh, 49ers and they got Andre Smith as well from the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So they added depth, At the, they added a, f- a strong front there. So what they need to do was to me was add a weapon to help that passing game. Cause Adrian Peterson is doing it all by himself. And he's the whole offense right now. Um they did have an emergence with Stefan Diggs, the wide receiver, you know what I'm saying? And they did have um the other young wide receiver uh, in the slot, uh Jarius uh, Wright was the other guy. So adding adding Corey Coleman gives him a deep threat that kinda helps them uh, the safeties they're not playing the box so now you got a guy that can just take off the top of that defense very easily I mean Corey Coleman Fry at Baylor some say he takes off plays if the ball's not going to him but he's a wide receiver so most of them are Divas anyway so this is a way to further their offense to become even more, uh, to kind of complement what they already have there at wide receiver. Yeah, nah, I
0: agree. I agree, dog. We're very thorough analysis over there. Uh,
1: <laughs> need
4: a ESPN, bro. I need a ESPN. So. Good night. Good night. With the 24
0: pick in the 2016, Black Sports 980 mock draft. The Cincinnati Bengals select Will Fuller from no. Notre game wide receiver. <laughs>
2: You knew that was coming. I was waiting for that to happen with somebody. Yeah. So, obviously, at this position, I went through a couple of, uh, you know, changes rated on my board. I had, uh, this is where I wanted to take Coleman. But I think Will, him and Will Fuller were uh, very similar. Um, as far as the type of receivers they are, they both, both have blazing speed. So I think at this position, obviously the Bengals losing, uh, Sanu, you know, putting Willer on the opposite side of, um, uh, uh, of, uh, A.J. Green. And then of course, Eifert, that should clear up space with his, his speed. He ran a four, uh, three, two, I believe at the combine it was in a four, three. So, um, he had good height at six feet, um, so, yeah, I think, I think uh, him alongside A.J. Green and, you know, Eifert, uh, along with their obviously running game, I think it will open up the f- uh, field tremendously for uh, Dalton for uh, this 2016-17 season upon us. Yeah, you, I mean, you're right
1: about that. They are almost identical in terms of their height, weight, and then the type of receiver they are. Where They can, just, they can run the nine route and cook you, even if you know what's coming. It don't matter. And, um, I, you know, so they, and they don't forget, they also lost Marvin Jones, too. Not just Sanu, oh, yeah. they lost Marvin yeah, Jones, too, right. to the, to the line. So, yeah, they need right. the wide receiver, definitely. So, that's the way to go for the Bengals.
0: With the 25th pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Steelers select Carl Joseph, safety out of West Virginia. So my my thought over here is the Batman Carl Joseph was a beast though. He was a beast. He had a knee injury, I know, scared some people away, but I'm trying to tell you, as far as how he plays and his aggressiveness and like his ball hogging skills, Monster. like they haven't had they haven't had a safety back that jump since Palomalu and they need somebody back that jump that can hold it down, and I, I just feel like Carl Joseph. I know he didn't. You know, most mock drafts they don't have him. I'm telling you, the Batman can do it. The Batman strikes ball hawker, and he has the attitude that I feel like is is fit for the for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, young. Like he has that attitude, that grit, and I think I think people are sleeping on him. And I think he's gonna be a beast at the next level. Man, that's a that's a tough pick right there. <clears throat> Dang, it's quiet, Young Bambers
1: ain't one. Nah, I mean, no, I mean, I think, I think, I think people are focusing on their board. That's what happened.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah
4: man,
2: that's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. thinking right
4: yeah. now. You so, know, yeah, I, I wanted
1: back half,
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wanted to say <laughs> that um the number one thing that they did need was probably secondary help because I know they just released one of the guys they gave a, a bigger contract to a year or two ago. And um, they've been looking for secondary for for the longest time. Um, It's basically been Palomalu and Ike Taylor. That's been their two best defensive players in the secondary. So they've been forever trying to find a new piece for that. So it's definitely the right choice to make at the position.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they also could have went defensive line because they just lost uh, one. Of, they lost their nose tackle, I think, in free agency, like McLendon or something like that. So they they needed also D line help. So they could have went either secondary or D line. Just hopefully that, like you said, the boy called Joseph Cooks. But it's it's how that injury was, is he gonna play yeah. up to that level? It's question marks
0: around it in that injury, but yeah, I think yeah, if he comes if <laughs> that bad of play,
3: bro that Yeah, and there's play. far there's far more help at defensive line than there is at um secondary going further into the draft. So it's definitely better to go for the, the secondary player earlier. But the twenty
0: sixth pick In the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Seattle Seahawks select Cody Whitehair, guard out of Kansas State.
3: All right, this pick wasn't based off of the players, based off the position. Uh, Honestly, I think we'll trade, but the Seahawks will trade back. They haven't made a first round pick since 2012. So uh, they don't really value the first round like other players, other teams do. And at this point, the, the grades between offensive linemen, which is the main need for the Seahawks going into the draft, um, the grades are not that far different between a low first round and a high to mid second round player. They, they, they draft based off a of system, not off a of superstar. So, I mean, I can't really say one, one player was better than the other because it's kind of hard to tell who would fit into the Seahawks system. It's more like making... the the system work and the players have to fit into it. So it wasn't based off of him being anything on tape more than the next guy. It's just the Seahawks need an offensive lineman. The better ones are gone. So I picked the next man up in my opinion.
0: With the 27th pick in this year's 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Green Bay Packers select Jack Conklin, old tackle, Michigan State.
4: All right, my thought process at this pick was definitely wide receiver here. But uh, as you can hear uh, over the microphone, like three of the receivers I was looking at got snatched up right before this. <laughs> so uh, for me, the next the next um, the next decision was between Jalen Smith, that I want to take that huge risk of somebody who might not even play at all in 2016 or go O-tackle, so I, I kind of leaned safe and went with uh, Jack Conklin, who's probably the third or fourth best O-tackle in this draft, like 6'6", six, six, 308. Um, might not even start this year, uh, but oh, they have huge issues with the O-line. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of scrambling at this point um, because the people that I liked at this point <laughs> were <went> gone. <off>. So <laughs> he was like the third, the, the third pick.
0: All right, uh, Yeah, Bamas is scrambling now. <laughs> you know,
2: you know, scrambling, yeah. You in could, you, yeah, you, you called it. You called it earlier. That's why I was quiet. Like all the once them new picks, them later picks yeah, are coming, and that was that's that's, Yeah, people had. I thought Bamas was, thought
0: was frying me with the, with the quietness. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm nah. It was, I just was just quiet. quiet. I knew why people were quiet because I was scrambling myself.
1: Like
5: shoot, you trying to just
0: think. Just think how the real GMs be acting. Right.
5: Uh, right. Because <laughs> yeah. the moment that next man on your board go,
2: it's a riot in your room looking for the, <laughs> <you know, laughs> yeah. the players. See, see, you know the thing about it, too, with them, they probably go, like, at least 10 deep at each position or where they yeah. want to draft, whereas yeah, we, we weren't going that deep. So, yeah, like, you're right. like, oh, man, I only had a couple and people, until, two, three until people, and, and they Ramis. all done.
0: <laughs> yeah, until two bama's is <laughs> like, like, like they pit, they undecided or they back and forth on one, doing two dudes, like. Right. Yeah, yeah, With the twenty-eight pick in the two this year's two thousand sixteen Black Sports nine eighty mock draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select a Sean Robinson, D tackle from Alabama all right so
1: this is not who i believe the Chiefs should draft but hear me out for one second this is right here is the bpa this is what bpa is right here in, in, in at its finest which is the best available player because who i wanted to draft at this position was either tyler decker or cody white here thanks a Q. um <laughs> so, 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 or or could have been Will um, Will Fuller, which was also gone. And, and, the, and the reason why I was thinking about going O-line was because they lost three O-linemen. They lost Jeff Allen and Ben Grubbs and Donald Stevenson. And, and you know, they need help on passing offense. But with all those guys gone, now you got to go at the best available player because you're not going to just pick a guy off a need. You're going to pick who's the best out there. And this guy, A'shaun Robinson, is a beast for Alabama. You, it was very difficult to run on the Alabama team last year in college because he was in the middle clogging that lane up. So this is an, another piece to add to their defense, which is already good. It would just make it even better to get a talent like that, and maybe later on in some further rounds, look you know look for the offensive
0: line help yeah they need they need receivers though and but but if you can't you can't get a receiver or the guy you want you can't yeah. you never go wrong stacking your d up the, 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 the only
1: person i was have yeah. chosen that <laughs> the only other player i was thinking about maybe choosing but I, I don't know i feel like it's too early was uh michael thomas from ohio state michael thomas is actually really good people don't really talk about him everybody talks about braxton miller and ezekiel elliott and all the other stars on that team but michael thomas was actually really productive last year but i think the first round may be too early for him so that's why i didn't go with that pick it would have been a reach
0: with the 29th pick in the 2016 black sports 980 mock draft the arizona cardinals select william jackson the third cornerback out of houston
5: all right, so my ideal about this is, Cardinals definitely need uh, defensive help and cornerback. Secondary is one of their best needs. Uh, I was looking at, but they also need pass rush too because they didn't, you know, <clears throat> do as well as they normally have. Has been being that turnover machine as they've been in years past, in my opinion. And um, so I was either between him and Dodd. What made the decision for me is kind. Of, I guess it's kind of that Raider fan of me thinking, the man Jackson running four three. Um, hard pass it up. So i just hopefully he can, make, he can make a difference back there in that secondary while they get the rest of their the, um, the stuff in the group defensively. So
1: you're paying homage to your old owner, basically, with the 4-3 reference.
5: It, 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 was, it, wasn't, ju- it wasn't just that. It was because I really did try to make a case for Dodd, but I just kind of felt like, like it's another one of those kind of things where I had him on the looks of that position wasn't as high as where I had Jackson left at his position, even though I got a lot you. of... Corners already went. It wasn't just the four-three, but that that did play a role because I mean you need speed at that position, and um, I'm used to the last couple of years um, seeing Arizona create a lot of turnovers. And um, if 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 I was on their staff, I'm thinking about getting our defense back to that. So it's either pass rush or coverage, and it's it's almost a coin flip at that point.
0: Right, I got you. With the thirtieth pick in the. 2016 Black Sports 980 Mock Draft: The Carolina Panthers select running back Derrick Henry
2: out of Alabama. Wow! I didn't expect yeah, that. To so happen. yeah. So here, here's here's my uh, take on that. Well, first of all, as we've all mentioned, I, I would take a receiver here, I, and I think I think when the real draft happens, all the receivers that we had going to the teams that they're going to aren't gonna be going there, especially dots and ten, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) so so (laughs) I think I think You say what? I mean, he mean, he get hate, but he's the best receiver. <laughs> if old is not picking him, <laughs> though,
0: he's he,
2: not doing nah, it. Thi- nah, here's the thing. Like, you know, I think he's, he's legit, but the ten pick, like, that's all. But anyway, so let me finish this. So I think they'll actually be able to draft a wide receiver um, at that position in a real-life draft. But the reason I say Henry, if there were no wide receivers available, because when I look at Jonathan Stewart, he has two years left on his contract, including this year. And he, as we know, his injury history uh, has always been a question, even though he had a solid season last year. And I think the style of offense that they run, like I'm always about getting more weapons because we see that defense is pretty stout. So um, like the type of offense they run that's heavy run oriented and um, they have Kelvin Benjamin coming back. Um, Olsen will be back at tight end, and then they'll probably have still be patchwork or try to see if that. The, I can't think of the, the the young receiver that they drafted last year. He showed well, flashes. Alexis? Yeah, Alexis? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you 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 slide him into you know if he's ready to go, hopefully, or you patchwork that other position and you know have that uh, heavy run based offense. And then like I said, you have Benjamin and Olsen. So uh, that that that's my theory behind. Um, you know, and I think Derrick Henry is going to be going to be solid in the league. Um, so that's um,
4: why I went with
2: that pick there. Can you
4: imagine as a defense having to tackle that Bama and Cam Newton? Right. And that that's power what, that's offense, what I'm that would saying. wear the hell out of a team over the course of a game.
2: That's what I'm saying. And then, like I said, when you get in the red zone and you can throw it up to Benjamin and you still have Olson um, a patrol in the middle um, off the season he had last year, uh, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they would be a problem. So yeah, that, that, that's kind yeah, of that's, a, that's a nice little one too.
0: Yeah, that's a nice yeah. one too, though. A bruising back like that, along with the the power pass and run game they got. As, as, opposed as, opposed trouble. Trouble. as opposed to giving the ball to uh,
1: Who was the fullback slash running back That got the ball o- Mike Tobert Old soft cookie though lotion
0: over. hit it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Old oh, so, so, <laughs> oh, soft serve ice cream hit it like <laughs> 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 With the with the 31st pick in the 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft, the Denver Broncos reigning Super Bowl champs select Chris Jones, D Tackle, out of Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, the way I, <laughs> I went <for> this guy, <laughs> the reason I went with this bad was because he's, this guy is a mammoth. <laughs> Look, he a D Tackle, he's a mammoth. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Are y'all just going to make me the butt of the jokes all day? Yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Can I just pick my plan? Can I pick my
4: play?
0: <laughs> uh, now, look, yeah. The Bama is a, is a, is, a, is just like an ogre, dog. He's just the ogre. You put him in the D-tackle, you put him right there in, in the middle of the line, and you just... Tell him attack, dog. The bad don't speak English. You just, oh, that's all he speaks. Just, just tell him to go after the quarterback. And then you got, you got Bob Miller. They can do what they do. Because right now, you can't, as long as uh, Mark Sanchez is your quarterback, you don't have a chance. So, you stack your defense, stack your defense up. You know what I'm saying? Get the defense tough. And Chris Jones, I mean, he, he's a, a power D-tackle. You can put it in a D-tackle spot. And, and, and he can plug the holes, though. He can plug the holes. And, so, and you it. don't think they would maybe try to go like Connor Cook here, maybe? Like, try to go quarterback? No, well, this is the thing. I wouldn't call stole my pick, because I would have got Paxton Lynch at this spot. Oh, so I at I had, Washington, I actually had I got Paxton you. Lynch I at the 31 you. spot. I thought he would fall all the way, because, you know what I'm saying? Right. And when the Bama pulled a curveball, I was like, I mean... I'm not going to reach on the quarterback, like, I mean, to me, it's either Paxton Lynch, Jared Goff, or Carson Wentz. And if they gone, you know, then, I, I mean, you can get Connor Cook, but... I would just really focus on getting it, stacking the defense up at that at that point, you know, because the defense actually, I mean, Peyton Manning didn't play well this year. I mean, let's just be honest. Their defense is what got them to the Super Bowl and got them to where they're at. So if you can improve that pass rush or make things harder on the guys trying to block Von Miller and them dudes, then you did yourself a service. So that that was my my logic going into it. But but I would have I would have took Paxton Lynch if he was available at that spot. I got you, yeah. I got you. Yeah. So that that concludes our our 2016 mock Black Sports 980 draft. Uh, of course, the Patriots didn't get no no pick because they cheated this year. <laughs> 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 so so yeah, they got, got their cookie snatched. That that's just how it goes. Um, I mean, any
3: any thoughts? Any thoughts on the Joe? Surprisingly, I got every player that I picked. I didn't have to adjust nothing. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Man.
4: <laughs> that makes you do
3: research. I mean, the thing that
1: I try to, I mean, all I gotta say is this I try to, what I try to do is look at the film for myself and not have somebody tell me. Because to me, I feel like all the websites follow the same trend, but they don't really look at the film themselves and i think that's that's the key and i feel like our draft was completely different from anybody else's that i've been looking at i can tell you that much yeah, right there a couple
3: that picks that were sure. the same but definitely there was right. quite a few curveballs for us that nobody in their right mind on the that's sent a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey no nah, but the thing is that that's sent by a scramble lane
0: hey no but the thing is though i think you know when it's all said and done we'll look back Bama's probably like they be like young. Them Bama should have really been GMs for real, cause. Yeah, mean, I mean, really <laughs>
4: fun.
0: Cause yeah, cause I, I I'm convinced, dog. I mean, I know outside of maybe like a handful of GMs in the league that really do their due diligence and they go through like you know they looking at everything, all these intangibles and all this stuff. Like it's probably like a handful of GMs that really know what the frick they're doing. Like really know like young, nah, this is bad or whatever, whatever. And it's probably a lot of Bama's that just be thinking they know what they doing but don't really know what they doing you know know what to look for yeah. i They'd mean just be picking bamas because like seven mock draft bamas said this is the guy you need to get and so when it comes like scramble time they usually just like,
2: i don't know i don't know what they would yeah. do they but but see here the thing the thing about it harold is i mean typically we can see this like we see the teams that are you know perennial contenders so those are the GMs that, you know, obviously know what they're doing. And we see teams that are sorry year after year after year, no matter what. And so, like, those are the teams where, like, a bunch of them fall in that category, as a matter of fact. So, um, yeah, so that, that, that's what it is,
1: really. Yeah, they're not, they're, not, they're not looking at film. They're not doing their own homework. They're looking at they right. cheating and they're looking at other people's homework and that homework is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Nah, that's how that's how I used to be in school. Yeah, yeah, let me let me see yeah, your paper. right. Let me copy the jump. Like, young, yeah, you ain't doing. And then after you turn your paper back, I'm like, young, yeah, did you study? Like, nah, nah, bro. Nah. Like, dog, hold on, nah. Just let me study off your paper <laughs> look, the whole the
2: whole the whole the whole deal too is like when they get mad at you that you got a wrong answer and they copying off of your paper. Like, right. that doesn't make no sense. <laughs> but that's how like the
1: trend is, though. You look at the drafts; they're almost all the same. It's it's crazy. I don't think anybody's looking at film, except for the guy from NFL Network and maybe a Mike couple Mayotte. of guys. That's from it. Mike Mayock. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's,
0: the, that's the most respected Bama. Yeah, yeah, you know, Mike Yeah, respected. Like, because cause that would be at everything. He be at uh, the pro days. He be at the, uh, like, and I mean, I know it's his job, but, you know, he, he be at the... Uh, what do you call them, Like the private workouts, he go to the um, what's the other joint that they have?
2: The uh, senior Senior Bowl joint. Senior, senior Bowl. Yeah. He be at, yeah. he be at everything like he at NFL. Yeah, coach. I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, so so do the other guys. It's just a matter of like like yeah. You no, know, what, what to look, no, what the look, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think the only
3: like, one that. Not go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Boy. Now talking like, is the only one that hasn't hasn't done a, a mock draft. Have you really noticed that? Every week Charlie Castle and Charles Davis got a new one up and Bucky Brooks. They all got new ones up like every week where they changing their mind about something. And mm-hmm. Mayock waits it out and evaluates everything before he makes his choices. Like he, he goes through it all with a fine tooth yeah. comb and that's what you gotta remember.
2: Nah, nah, he's a beast. Yeah, nah, he's a beast. That's no uh it's no question about that.
0: Mel Kuiper. Mel no, Kuiper. Yeah, that bama gets on my last nerve, dog. Yeah, but here, my my class
2: would be. Yeah, he's OG of it, and then you know they're new. The new guys, you know, McShay or whatever for ESPN. McShay is the worst. My, my my thing would be like it would be interesting to look at like all of these guys' track records, so we could see who's really yeah, like, on top of it. Right. Because, you know, I'm with you. Mike Mayotte, you know, is legit as far as his evaluation, as far as when you listen to him speak on a player. Um, but I would be curious to know, like, if you compared him with the Cassidy's, the McShay's, the Kuiper's, like, like, historically, like, who's done the best? I right. A-
0: Casherly came on and say he be he be cheese sheet. looking at that Bama's cheese sheet and <laughs> be <laughs> <laughs> look at that other back in draft Johnson concocted his own jail
4: like, uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Cassidy goes off his gut feeling and what he hears about players more than what he actually sees about players because he's always talking about character concerns. All character the time. Concerns, character All concerns. the time. That's his number one yeah. thing. Yeah. This Ridiculous. guy has great character or this guy has horrible character. How do you know that has anything to do with what he does on the football field? Like, Nah, bro. So, I mean, definitely I don't trust nothing he says about drafting anybody.
0: I, I, want, I want a Batman who, who came out this struggle, dog. Trying to feed his family. I want that type of bam on my squad, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't want Johnny Manziel, uh, like a privileged kid who got everything, everything his way. You want that struggling character issue to a Greg Hardy situation show up.
1: Right. Yeah, got, that's got true. Assault rifles on the bed, tossing bombs up. Oh,
3: <laughs> <my God.
1: laughs>
4: or, I mean,
2: or or, or, uh, or Gr- uh, Gregory. I mean, he had dropped anyway, and he still yeah. failed. He failed to jump again. Yeah, so he like, tremendously. I'm, I'm,
0: no, yeah, it needed I'm, a so turn for you, Huh? If if a smoke weed, are you going to not draft
2: them? Nah, the weed but but my, I mean, but you're not in there. Like it's it's, the it's about nah, it, it's a, it's about availability though. Like that's my thing. I, I don't yeah. course, I don't care about that. It's about you being suspended from the team, so right. that's not helping us. You know that that's the problem. It's not the fact that you know he you, a guy smoking weed, but I mean overall, I'm with you in terms of like I think a lot of times these GMs uh, put a ton of stock off of, um, you know, like off-field stuff that isn't even really crazy if you think about it. Um, so, like, versus, like, over-the-talent. But to, to play devil's advocate, as an owner, if you're giving this guy, you know, 22-year-old or whatever all this money, and like I said, they're not available, then that's hurting your team. So that's, that's the problem, I think, more so than some of the issues themselves. That concerns them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that that comes down to just how the team can, takes care of the player. Because
3: you look at somebody like um, Des Bryant had, quote-unquote, temperament and all that issues, and he's been nothing but a consummate football player. Um, he's had off-the-field issues, but he's kept on performing. And then you have people like, um, like Michael Crabtree, who had diva status written all over him, And he's performed on the field not as well as they expected, but he didn't have, like they gave him more credit than they gave somebody like a Dez or a Randy Moss based off of his quote unquote minor character issues compared to the others. And you never can really tell based off of that information how a player is going to perform on the field. So you can't hold one higher than the other. You have to know and be confident in your team's system to be able to take care of these players. Like... Seattle and Bruce Irvin, uh, Bruce Irvin, like everybody was like, "No, nah, he's not worth the, the character issues." But he's come in and done nothing. He's had no kind of blemishes or bad marks on him, and now he's shown that he was a worthy NFL player.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with yeah. you.
3: Yeah, nah,
0: that's that's what's up, dog. No. I I think it was a good draft, not a good uh, uh, information that was passed passed along. Um, of course, we're going to come back. I'm keeping you know, my paper, man. Uh, you know, I'm keeping later. my paper, my picks. Yeah, so we're <laughs> going gonna to be looking at these picks, dog. We're going to be looking at these yeah, members uh, and seeing what they're doing and what team they go to. And um, how they play. You know, and how they play. And then, you know, if any of my Bama's cooked, dog, I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <bro."> guru. <laughs> <laughs> I told
5: you <laughs> like that Guru. But if they don't, we got the document saved, too. I know, you' yeah. <laughs> Documents are yeah. like, yeah, yeah all your, your you picks
0: was a bust, dog. All your picks was a bust. I mean, <laughs> come on, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, let me, uh, okay. let me do it again. But nah, we, we definitely going to keep track of the, of the players as the season goes on. And next year, we'll look back and we'll do another jump. Uh, next year, had it like, you know, the anniversary of the, of the inaugural 2016 Black Sports 980 mock draft. Uh, please follow us at BlackSports980, um, uh, at the website BlackSports980.com, on iTunes. We hooked up on the Google Play Podcast now, so you know follow us on there. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, and, sh- and, sh- and share the content. If you if you like, you know this podcast, share, share it with somebody, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Help help, help a brother out, help a brother out. Thank you to our special guest, Craig, representing the uh, Oakland Raiders. Appreciate you, Definitely appreciate you all having me. Definitely appreciate you all having
5: me. With that said, we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me, how does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up?